the Abstract Athlete Podcast, where art and sports collide. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Abstract Athlete Podcast. Remember to listen to the two other podcasts on the Abstract Athlete Network, the Abstract Doctors Podcast, and the Abstract Veterans Podcast. And make sure to stop by our website, theabstractathlete.com, beginagaintoys.com, or Amazon, and purchase a Percy King Collaborative Stack Paint and Puzzle Art Kit. Also, if you have any questions or comments, please send them to info at theabstractathlete.com. Really excited about the podcast today as I get to speak with actor, model, entrepreneur, and two-time MLS Cup champion, Brian Jordan. Make sure to follow Brian on Instagram at BJ underscore six and stop by his website, Brian Jordan. That's B-R-Y-A-N Jordan.com. And wanted to say a special thanks to our buddy Patrick McLean for the introduction. Let's welcome Brian Jordan. Hey there, how you doing, man? What's up, brother? How you doing? I'm good. How about yourself? I am so fucking awesome. <laughs> awesome, awesome. <laughs> well, dude, I appreciate. I'd start recording, by the way, right off off the bat but i appreciate you doing this and uh have to thank our guy patrick mclean i actually just had his wife on um oh wow so hers will be out here soon but um i always say this it's so cool to me like when i get a to like meet people that i don't know and then like do some research i mean patrick obviously pumped you up and he gave gave me like a background but it was it was just like really cool to like see what you've done and or what you're doing um and all these things like you have like like you kind of fit specifically into our world of this like creative sense this entrepreneurial sense obviously like highest of level athletes and so i always liked you know i never know where the hell to start which is fine but i always like to get into these spaces where like you were obviously a badass soccer player. Like you played at Oregon State, then you played MLS. You played overseas for two years in Germany. Is that right? Well, Three? just one full okay. year in Germany. Yeah. Okay. And and but then like it seems like you were really thinking about lots of other things while you were playing. Like you, uh, you know, like I like I said, you're an entrepreneur. You started your own business. You're obviously you're an actor now, but you've done production stuff. Like you do all these cool things. I was curious, like your degree was in communications. I think you had a minor or no, you in so, business. So yeah, yeah, business was my focus with communication minor, but uh, that was years ago when I actually was in college. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think anyone really, really, I, I don't know. Actually, I hear two different sides with the pandemic. Some people really appreciated it and some people didn't, right? right. I thought like, what can I do to be productive in that time? And actually my mother has always been a huge proponent of just like, just finish, just finish. Cause I only, I dropped out with like, I guess like three months left. <laughs> and so I went back during the pandemic and then I finished uh, with just a business degree. So I lost that minor cause things have changed so much. Of since course. I, I, yeah. I, te I teach at, at, at Virginia right. Commonwealth. You actually okay. might know one of my former students, um, Saeed Haji. He, I know the name. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. I think he was the number two guy drafted 
MLS like maybe five years or six years ago or something. I don't yeah, think he, well, he was with the San Jose, but I don't know where he is now. I think he's overseas. But no, because like what I was what I was getting at with like you have like a real I mean besides like the acting sense and the modeling sense, like you do a lot of things creatively like Adobe stuff like you know and and like where did that come from like did, were you always a kid that was like being creative growing up well first of all number one thank you and <laughs> thank you patrick for talking me up so much like like uh it's so funny it, and it reminds you actually i'm super appreciative because you know when we look at our own lifestyle and we know like our truths and stuff like that when other people look at it and they appreciate it it's like oh wow like you can really pat yourself on the back sometimes and but we all have so many goals every day and want to keep getting better sometimes you look at it like oh i wish i could be doing more right, right. but um but to to answer your question i think as far as the art side goes i've always been fairly artistic um I would like to say I liked drawing growing up, but I wasn't the best. I had one friend named Andrea. She's actually a, a, a makeup artist now, and she was just incredible. So when I was looking at her work in comparison to mine, I was just like, well, hers is better, right? And I'm very competitive. <laughs> so that could have pushed me off drawing a little, to be honest. But when I got a, a little bit older, so I would say I've been on a computer since about eight years old. Um, the early computers were mainly only used in my life for, I guess, printing stuff out in games, like these old, old games. Um, but very early, once it, when I went over to like Windows and all that stuff, I did start doing graphic design with a buddy of mine, uh, Jose Lara. He actually has turned out to be super successful coder. It works in real estate, um, specifically on like web, web, uh, web design and stuff. Um, but I don't know if that answers the question, but like, so I had this interest of just like design. Yep. Um, and so as far as how I picked all that up, I it was kind of like just like self-taught thing. And by the time I went to college, now that they were teaching us these computer programs and stuff, but I had already been using these things. Um, and through my cousin, thankfully too, uh, my cousin has an online uh, or I guess he took over the online business of a, of a hair clip company and he was doing all the pr product photography, video and all that stuff. So he had the Adobe suite. I had already been using it, but he gave me more assets to even teach myself even more. So then I got into like, I'm not the best, but like animation and yeah. like sound editing. So like I did get a little grasp on the whole full array of things and I really enjoy it. Yeah. It's addicting. Like I, yes. I mean, I'm a painter by nature, but I've become kind of addicted to photography because actually photography is kind of the springboard to my paintings landscape. I drive out West all the time, um, like Yellowstone and stuff. And, yeah. and I'm just, I'm getting addicted to like Lightroom. You know, I've obviously do Photoshop for the paintings and stuff. And this is what I teach my students. Like okay. it's like, cause I work with a lot. Of, I, I've started a class called art and athletics, which is kind of okay. what the business is because okay. I think, you know, you were a student athlete. It's difficult, man. Like I was a student athlete. It's like, you're, you wake up in the morning you're at practice or you're lifting or you're eating or you're in school. Like, and it's like, you have no time. So it's like, for me, it's like telling them it's okay to like decompress for an hour and a half in this class, yeah. but you should be doing this every day. Like, that's what I think. Like, cause you have your business just be sports, right? Um, so, so uh, how that worked <laughs> is it's been a transition. I've been trying to kick off this business since 
about 2018. So I've been I've been working as kind of freelance through my cousin, all that stuff. I have these media uh, skill sets. Um, and a very close friend of mine, Edson Buttle, that I played with, a uh, very interesting guy, done tons of stuff in the soccer world, 100 plus goals, everything for MLS. I I thought like back then, hey, podcasts are just kind of kicking off. It wasn't really a thing yet. I was thinking of doing that with him. Um, but as we got into it, he he kind of had some worries with like kind of my schedule and if we can mesh that all together. So we didn't, we had this idea with uh, with shoes and reviewing shoes and all that stuff, but like, <laughs> It just didn't work out, right? And so a few years went by and I was like, well, you know what? I still want to do these things. And sometimes I don't have to depend on a whole bunch of others. So I was just like, I'm going to create it. I'm going to see who I can pull together. And if it's just me doing these certain things, I'll just do that for now until I find, you know, something that I could interject into or whatever. No, because oh. I, what I like about it is, first of all, like there was an article I read about um, you and like, I think your root, your uh workout routine it was just like a little five question oh, yeah, thing yeah, yeah. and it's it you know like and it's cool to like see that and it's like this idea that like you could be a personal trainer but you can also like you have the skill set to like do all these things you're like you can go do public speaking thing like your platform is like really i mean it's it's somewhat like ours it's like really cool because so many different kinds of people can engage in that space and that's what cool. i love about it like and so like i hope it like really takes off because it it is unique let me let me ask you one question, and then you know, as much as you're interviewing me, I, I I'm gonna ask <laughs> for your advice here. I'm gonna ask for your advice. One thing I find in my life that's a theme is I I really enjoy learning new things, right? Like, and not only do I enjoy learning uh, new things, I want a very deep knowledge of that. If I'm going to spend my time on here, I want to be able to be useful to anybody that asks me a question on it or whatever. Uh, it's a blessing and a curse because as far as my interests career wise, right? I mean, I, what do you mean? Oh, I would like to learn that. I would like to learn. And so at the end of the day, like I was actually just going over um, something on my LinkedIn uh, with an advisor of mine. And she was saying, well, we got to narrow some of this stuff down because you can, you have so many skills, uh, which I appreciate, but then it doesn't really let me hone in on what maybe my thing is. Does that make sense? And I guess what I'd ask you is what, what's your advice for that? Is it better to just have a lot or should I, I vote? I'm, I'm a, Matt, what is that? What's that saying? A master of none, uh, yes. something, something of all, however, whatever yes. that is. Yeah. I, that's, I, you said that thing that I'm, I'm very much the same way as you. Like, I am so curious of stuff. Like, again, like I'm not a photographer, but I'm becoming one. And I'm, it's like yes. addicting to me. Um, yes. I used to be a rock singer. So I, okay. st I still write music. I don't play any instruments. I was a singer, but yes. like, I still write music on garage band all the time. Yes. I'm obviously I'm a painter. Like yes. this to me is creative doing a podcast Yes. Uh, I'm a, I'm the CEO of our business. Like I'm a teacher, like, but it's like, I, like I, the only thing I would say is like, are you having a fun doing it? Like, I know that sounds corny as shit, but it's like, I love pretty much everything that I do. Like, and I feel lucky as hell that I get to do it. Yeah. Well, that's actually, that puts things in perspective for me because that's what I'm trying to create. Just like what you said, it was just being happy with the path I choose. Cause no matter what all of us say, I actually, my, both of my parents are retired now and 
one thing I always talk with them about is retirement sounds like this great lofty thing, but actually once you do retire, sometimes you're like, well, what am I going to do? And and people want to do something. Yep. They want to, is that their core, right? Um, and so I do, I want to choose something in which I really enjoy doing, but we all have that trick of uh, having that thing make us the most money that we could possibly make as well, right? Because I do, I, I, you know, side fact here is like, I do want a family. Uh, I am, my age don't have a family yet. Uh, doesn't mean I don't want it. It's just, I'm very highly focused on career stuff and I want to be able to provide and do all that, but I do want to be happy with what I'm doing too. You know? Oh no, dude. I like a hundred percent. I think it's, I don't know. Like it's, it is, I, sometimes I, it's hard. Like you said, that juggling thing, it's sometimes I don't feel like I get focused on something, but it's, I don't know. Like it's, I think that they create, first of all, I was going to answer you or not answer your question, but I think you're in a creative space. That is something you can do for the rest of your life. You know, sure. like that's like, I would, you know, I was almost a professional baseball player, parent, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to get in that story, but, um, <laughs> but it, like, cause I've said it on the podcast many times, but, okay. but like when that, like, even if you're the highest level athlete, like, you know, LeBron's what, 40 now? Like, Brady went way past the norm, yes. and he's still only 46 years old. Now, granted, yes. he is financially yes. stable for the rest of his life, but that doesn't mean yeah. happiness or or sure. whatever. Like, I mean, I'm not saying he's not happy, but, you know, so it's like finding, for me, like finding those creative things because it is something you can do every day is whether it's, 10 things that I have <laughs> or one, yeah. you know, yeah. it is, it is something I think that I, it's, you know, like acting, like you can do acting the rest of your damn life, man. Like, you yeah. know, like that's, that's just cool as shit to me. Um, yeah. because sports and like, I still like I'm 54. I still work out every day, but Good. it's definitely harder, you know, Good like, you. Okay. you know, I mean, it is like, I still, I mean, I'm running sprints every other oh, yeah. day, which I should yeah. not run every other uh, sprints every other day. Like I know I need to like, I don't give my body that time to rest. Okay. Um, but it's just, you know, like those things start going away. Like we get old, but like, like you can still do creative things every day, Yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that's the way I like to think of it, man. Like, uh, it, Everyone asked me, and because there is a huge issue with um, athletes that that are have to retire. One hundred percent of us retire at some point, right? And I've really de kind of dove into that um, once I was out of the game a little bit, and I was seeing some of my friends start to retire and stuff. I felt like I had I had retired a little bit younger, just because if you were to know me on the field, I know you don't totally know who that guy is, but I'm a little crazy. Uh, <laughs> I, and not to you say like soccer, talk, you soccer guys, man, no, a lot of us, right? No, no, the, the, you know, what's so funny though, is once you dive into the kind of archetypes of soccer players, there's like, I think, uh, Ted Lasso does a good job of kind of, uh, making, does that make sense? Like the, the best the, show ever, the, I, the clear, like the clear archetypes of the, some of the players, but I'm kind of like a, if you know this player, like a Catuso, but like, I would like to say I'm more of a, um, an attacking minded than, than he was, but like, I also put my body on the line with tackle. So I didn't make it as far ultimately, as far as how many years in my career. Um, but what I was trying to say is 
now with all that passion, because that was the only thing I really wanted to do in life. And I'm going to be honest, that, that is who I am. Yep. Right. Um, and so after that, it's like, how do you do something that even compares to that? Right. And so with artistic stuff, I do, uh, you know, sometimes I'm just so focused on whatever is a video I'm editing or something, you forget to eat. And so something tells me that's a pretty good thing. If you could be that focused on a topic for a while, I must have some interest in it. You, you found, no, I, I, I'm the same way. Like I, I, this is something I talk about to a lot of former athletes on here is that transition or that, you know, when you leave that sport, cause we, we are defined as athletes, that's it. And like, nobody knows, like nobody probably knew that like you were doing these other things, even when like at the end of your career, nobody knew I was an artist growing up because I was a quarterback or a baseball player, or basketball player. And that was it. Like I was the athlete. And then like, I quit, I went to Ohio state and played baseball. I got red shirted and I quit because I should not have been in school. And, you know, and, and I just didn't know what I was doing. Okay. And then for me, like, this is the interesting thing, like, cause you played in the USL when you were still playing in college, right? Is that how? So, so how the system works for soccer was, so I was playing college ball. You have a certain amount of, um, eligibility, right? Um, And then as you're trying to go pro, a few of those players know already, like, hey, I'm really trying to go pro. There was something called the PDL, which is basically a step or two below what the USL was. The USL was our professional league, pro, but semi-pro-ish. It was just like the the, the number two. Yeah. Yeah. It was like the number two league under MLS. And under that is a professional development league, okay? And so it's basically not pro, but like guys that try to go, right? And so I had played in one of those while I was in college. Then I had dropped, once I finished my eligibility, I dropped out to play for the Timbers, which was in that USL league, yes. Yeah, no, because baseball, baseball is weirdly, if like you can get drafted out of high school, which I could have been, but okay. parent, parents wanted me to go to school. But if you go to school, then you have to stay for three years. Oh, and yeah, so it's yeah. like when I quit school, it was like it was that it was over, you know, yeah. and, and it was yeah. just like, OK, now what the hell am I doing? You yeah. know, and like you said, like, that's what I think is cool. It's like you found and I think I found it initially in singing, um, even though I was always making art. But it's like a lot of people don't have that outlet or what or that thing the after sure after the sports thing but but it all doesn't come to get like again too let me thank you for making it seem like it was so structured in my life because (laughs) i don't know if it would never so i i think to be honest if i could give you my own opinion i'm still even figuring it out to this day right like that's how it is and i would love to take the credit as if it was like totally totally planned i think you have these ideas of what you possibly can do but the the truth behind it is more of like this evolution of uh, I went to school for I actually went to school for soccer right. okay no lies that was where I went I did like uh, art and so I, I was actually trying to get into the graphic design program there's a I don't know if it's a famous story for the few people that know it it's kind of funny it was just I actually went and I wanted to I was already doing graphic design and in my mind as a young idiot kid i was like 
what is anyone going to teach me about graphic design? I've been doing this, right? Well, I thought as a, as a freshman, they were just going to bump me into the program, but I think you had to be a junior. And actually you might not like this, but I'm, I'm going to give you your respect. So painting, it was the undoing of my artistic career. (laughs) We apologize. (laughs) Okay. But, and I'll explain this and I think you'll get it. Actually, I really respect painting because it's more of like a layered work, Mm -hmm. right? Like, uh, there's so many layers it can change and stuff. And I don't know if my mind is okay with that. I, I, if I do it, I mean it and I need it to be that way. But with, with, with painting, I feel like you do it. And then if you put another layer and then it's something else. And I'm like, wait, what? I liked that. Does that make sense? Absolutely. That's, I'm actually fascinated by that thing you're talking about. Cause that like, it's like the archeology span of a painting. And that's what I'm, that's my thing. Like that archeology span is totally like, I, that's, this is a weird way to think about it. Like when I drive out West, like, you know, you you live out in California, but like in like Montana, like where we actually own land in Montana. So I try to go out there. Like you can just see forever. And for me, like there's this weird, small, like looking back in the time, even though it's like the smallest, but it's like, there's that archeology span of scene. And I love that. Love it. Sure. And, 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 and by the way, I appreciate it. I do. But as far as like, so, so add all that stuff that I, I shared with you on the top of we're in college and we don't have the most money. Right. Okay. So they say, okay, uh, before we put you into this program, you have to take painting. And I, initially I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I get to class, we had to buy $500 worth of paints and an easel. Yep. And right then the first day, the first day when they told me that I went to the counselor's office, I said, Hey, I need you to put me in the graphic. Cause I, cause I was a computer arts guy. I like, I remember what I told you about drawing. I liked it, but that's the physical part. And maybe my craft at my own body instrument wasn't the best yet. And I was about like abstract art on a computer uh, and like logo stuff. So it was like, painting and then i had to buy all that i i went in there i was like if you don't put me in graphic design today and i was a, i think i was like a i think i just started a uh, sophomore year if you don't put me in today i'm dropping out and she was like if we did this for you we'd have to do it for everyone and i was like so is that a no <laughs> and then i i walked out i switched to business that day and i thought i thought about it like this i was like well if i already know a good amount of art i'm sure i could have grown as an artist as you know, you're probably, you're probably still even growing yourself. Right. Absolutely. I, 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 this is my young mind, please forgive me. Um, but I was like, well, if I know a lot about art, why don't I learn the business side and see if that can be like an asset to what I'm already doing. So that was my, my plan. Um, but years went by, actually, I was doing some stuff for my cousin while I played just cause I didn't want to be on my feet. A lot of athletes like we can coach. I know a lot about the sport, but then I would have to be on my feet. And I thought that was taken away from my craft. And even though it sounds like I was doing all that at the same time I was playing, I really wasn't. I was like a one track mind kind of guy. I wanted soccer first. And then post post retiring, I really looked into those other avenues. Yeah, no, but it, it it's, I don't know. Like there was something I think I read too, that the, the you were still playing when somebody brought up acting to you, right? I can't remember who it was. I, I, it's again, I read something and, and like some, like a friend of your, like I maybe can find this article. I um, had, I had, I had opportunities and I dated a girl who was an actress, but I didn't really know much about it. And 
I had opportunities. Uh, the my very last year with Galaxy, there was a game show in which we jumped on me, my close friends, AJ Del Garza, Sean Franklin, and uh, and Hector Jimenez. We all had a great time on that, and it was kind of like this opening light of like, oh, what that could be. And I remember my my girlfriend telling me stories about kind of how it was, but I, I don't know if I ever approached it for reals in my mind yet, just because I was so focused on sports. So kind of did happen one at a time, but I did have some opportunities while I was playing. Yes. Now you, I mean, it's kind of cool because you were born in LA. You were a galaxy fan, like growing up, like how cool was that to like end up playing for like your, you know, and then and like, and then you, you were part of two MLS cups. Like you played with some badasses too. Like that had to just be like, like almost surreal dream come true. Like, well, however you want to say it, like it had to be just wild to be in that moment. Yeah. (laughs) Again, too. I think some things in life, man, you live through them and you don't really understand the grandioseness of it in the moment. Even like we knew those were special years for sure. Uh, A little recap on what you said is basically I grew up, I was born in Pasadena, grew up in, in Southern California, right here in LA um and pasadena is my backyard so yeah the rose bowl watching watching the galaxy um guys even like kobe jones these guys that i looked up to as a kid then actually to be able to get there kobe jones just retired he was my coach my first year that alone was crazy to me (laughs) right um and then david beckham and like you know, I had known of him and his career. I had been watching him, was a fan. And then he's crossing path into your life now. And you're like, <laughs> but I honestly, 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 though, especially when I was, I'm talking a little bit bad about my younger self, but I think you need in sports, especially you need that confidence to really carry you through it. If you don't have that self-belief, yep. you probably won't make it that far. So I think in that time, I had just came from Portland. I was a leading goal scorer as a rookie there. And so when I came to the Galaxy, believe it or not, I was thinking like, yeah, David Beckham, my teammate, right? Like, no, I knew he was on a, on a different level. I just, as far as my own belief in myself, I had these aspirations of like, look, I know myself. I can be this. And so I treated him uh, just like my my friend, my peer on my team, you know, but but again, looking at those years and then what all we accomplished, yes, total, total dream come true. And only until now after it, do you reflect on it and you realize like, oh, that was crazy. You, you approached it the right way. Like you have to be like, not, it's not a, like a, an arrogance, but you have to be confident. Like abs- like in sports, my God, you just get run over. Like if you're not. So like, I, I think actually, that's the funny thing to me. It's like, you know, you look, look at Messi now playing with Miami and I don't, I didn't see like the star. I mean, I'm sure there was a little bit to some extent, like the stars in their eyes. Cause this is my humble opinion, the greatest soccer player of all time, but you know, but you have to be like confident in yourself to play with that guy. And, you know, sure. and, and because it's, you don't want to get, it, it would, it would make the game faster. Like if you're trying to think about the things that are going on around you and we all know, like as athletes, we want the game to slow down. So it's just like, we're in the matrix and everything is just like, Oh, okay. You know? 
Let me ask you this. This has to do with both athletics and art. And I think you'll really appreciate this question. As far as when you find yourself in your flow states, right? That, that like just some, whatever the art is living through you. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Find the flow. Whenever you find yourself in that, if you were asking yourself questions on, am I doing this right? Or should I be on the same field? Would you feel like you're in that? You're not? No, absolutely lose it. No, you yeah. want to be like that. that I, I love that you brought up that flow state because that's, I always, in my class, I compare it to being in the zone or having that runner's high, you know, and that's, it's, it's one of those things where it's fun for me to watch. Like I have artists in these classes too, but a lot of student athletes or non, you know, air quotes artists, we're all creative, but like they're not taking art classes and you can just see them. Like they start doing stuff and then all of a sudden I'm like, okay, class is over. And they're like, already you know and it's like that's awesome to me lies by yep. yes and because you you find that that moment like and i mean like again like that's what i think is cool like you obviously experience and or experience both of these things from both of these sides and it's the same it's different obviously but it's the same i know i like it's a weird way to say it but i totally i if no one else understands i understand <laughs> what you're and that's why i kind of mentioned even that's where that idea of like forget to eat came from is like, yeah, it's especially on an app. So art and the sport, the sport is like this hyper concentration tunnel vision of like, you don't hear the fan. You do. You don't, you literally don't. It, It, your brain starts to tune these things out and you're, and you're here. And so like, I don't, I guess my, my experience of it in, in, in art is just like wanting to, to further that project and wanting to the the details. And the next thing, you know, yeah, three, four five, six hours of your concentration went by and you're like, Oh shoot. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's my experience of both of them in the different realms. Do you yeah. still keep up with the MLS? I mean, I assume like to some extent. Yeah, I do. Uh, pretty, pretty uh, on certain years. It is different. Uh, I had been commentating for the galaxy's uh, second team mainly, but a few of the first team games, and up until this year, uh, Apple TV kind of uh, had came in. So the picture looks a little different right now. I'm still trying to work my way in there, whether that's commentary or, or show. I do have a show idea um, that's connected to that. So I'm really hoping to be even more, uh, you know, do you, connected. Do you know Charlie Rugg? Charlie all? Rugg. Yeah. I know. That. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Cause Patrick got me and he's a guy I've had on the podcast as well that played. I'm trying to remember who he played with. But he played in the MLS and now he's a really amazing painter. Um, and and i thought i thought charlie played in the galaxy for i think he did i that's why i'm trying to remember if he played with anybody else i think he lives in maybe in oh i think i know he lives in california i can't remember he just had a show it might have been in ojai right is that how it's called no yes i actually so i do know who you're talking about and i see him at our alumni events uh not too often, but yes, I very well. No, and see, I'm I'm from Columbus, Ohio, so the crew is my team, and Got it. <laughs> and so I used to like go watch Brian McBride play, like who was just a badass, and um, what's it, Friedel? I think was the goalie at one point in time. Friedel actually, was I think, lived across over there the when you were watching. What's that? Frank Frankie Hadick there when you were watching. Yep. Okay. I I uh, that might have been after I moved but I've been to games since I've moved too. I used to like, I lived right down, like the last place I moved or lived before I moved to Richmond was literally right down the block from the old crew stadium. So I would just like walk over there and shit. It was a blast. But, but like, you know, one thing I always like to ask 
and again, I always find it interesting with people that I have on the podcast because of, again, the different spaces that everybody seems to have been in. Like, again, like you grew up athlete. That was your thing. So like, like the, I'm assuming like you have real big love for like certain athletes, but like, are there creative people now that you're like also into acting? Like, do you like look up to like certain people that like make like not mentors per se, like it doesn't have to be people you necessarily know. Um, you know, like Willie Mays was a huge baseball influence. Chris Cornell from Soundgarden, like singing was my thing and painters. I have multiple, but you know, just people that like, I think like maybe, like maybe you modeled your game after maybe like you model your acting at stuff like that. That's a good question. Difficult question. And I guess I'll choose to answer it like this. Of course there are people that you see and you, what is it? The, the imitation is flattery kind of thing. Like you, like, for example, too, and I don't want to just name big names, but like, for example, when I watch, Leo DiCaprio or guys like this, it's like, wow. I mean, these guys obviously captivate you. You, you, you never question if, is that Leo? They're always the character. And so it's like, wow, I'm very impressed by this. How do I try to take these notes from whatever, right? Um, but coming from where I'm coming from, I feel like, yes, I'm definitely an athlete. There's no question asked. But as artists, I, I beg of us to... Give me this one thing of like, well, anybody, uh, we're all artists in a way, right? Yep. And so I always think like, oh, well, I would be making artists look bad if I have this more athletic mentality behind it because I do. I'm very like repetition based. Like I'm, I'm, as far as like creators I and art, that too, because because as far as when I think of artists and I really appreciate, they're almost the exact opposites of what I produce. I'm a I'm like a gear and a cog that grinds things out. That's who, if you want a result, I will process it until I do it. That's how I work, right? But there's other artists that are able to just freely, whether it's that flow state or whatever, just allow it to come, right? And so like, for me, that would show a lot of dang confidence. I, I don't know if I can trust it to just to come. I need to work at it. I'm a hard worker. And not to say that they aren't. It's just I haven't been able to, to do that. There, my skill isn't there yet or whatever that is. But what I guess what I'm trying to say is, yes, there are people. Um, but I think because I find myself more related to athletes still a little bit men mentality-wise, I haven't been able to be thrown into the artist world so much to where I've met enough people to really take me under. And I would love if I were I to speak to more artists, I think would be invited for me. I just don't, the guys that I do, I do have friends, but it's just like, I would love to speak with even more. I think I could still learn. We'll have more conversations, I assure you. <laughs> okay. The Abstract Athlete Get Stacked Paint and Puzzle Kit. Creative exercise designed in collaboration with former Ohio State Buckeye and NFL player Percy King. Create art as exercise for the mind. Order one of our art kits today, available at theabstractathlete.com, beginagaintoys.com, or on Amazon. The Abstract Athlete, where art and sport collide.
I mean, no, but it's, I, I think you said something that I absolutely, again, like I, I relate to it's because I'm coming at the art world through the sports practice base because I, and, and again, these, like, this is like a broad brush st- statement, but it's like, you know, athletes are disciplined, like this traditional, like they're di- like, did it, did it, like you said, that repetition, like we, the practice state and artists traditionally are, you know, again, like these are not all true, but are kind of like, do, 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 do. And it's like, it's really interesting to me when these two things come together, because like you see the focus of an athlete that does stuff creatively, or you see an artist that starts to figure out that discipline that it takes because being an artist, it's, I mean, I, I don't mean it like it sounds, but it, it is a job, you know? Um, it doesn't have to be like intensely like but it's still like that idea is like like an athlete you get better with practice you know and it's it it's just true like so to me like again it's like it, it becomes really interesting when those two things intersect yeah 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 we're not all Meryl Streep where we could just <laughs> no. make it look effortless you know what I mean we, there is that work of whether it's the memorization and just like working on yourself to be able to access certain things about yourself. But yeah, I totally get what you're saying. No, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just kind of wild to like think about. So you're, I think this is going to be out in a couple of weeks, but I'm reading as literally right before I got in that potentially the writer strike is ending. So hopefully, yes. I literally Dude, okay. just, I literally just read this today. So like, oh, wow. um, like what, like project wise, cause obviously like everything has probably been kind of shut down in that space to some extent, like, but were you working on some stuff before this? Like, or what's so, on the horizon, I guess is a good way to ask it. Well, number one, good. That's the, that's great news. I'm hearing it from you first. So, so there is the writer strike breaking and, news. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> There also is the actor striking, um, although very closely related to different parties, really. Um, and like, for example, too, I think directors were striking for a per- yep. period of time, but I think they've already came to their agreement. So, again, uh, different unions. And before, just this last year was a very good year acting. I booked two of my bigger uh, roles, one a small role on The Rookie. And uh, I was, it's not out yet, um, but you can see it on my IMDb, uh, Beverly Hills Cop. uh, But so. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you about that. Are you like Beverly Hills Cop is on the horizon? That's badass. Yeah. So that's, I don't know. I imagined with the strike and everything that they weren't going to put it out within, you know, I thought it might be out already. um, But uh, as you know, anybody in this industry, you know, timelines change and stuff. They want to make it as, as good. And then there's a strike, you know, you don't want to put it out in the middle of that. So that's sometime in the future will be out. And I'm excited to get those opportunities, learn from what I because worked with some big people on these things and, and got to a little bit more experience in the craft. And so I would imagine once things get back to it, um, very confident to kind of, I just feel like though the last few years, we had the pandemic, which kind of slowed, right? And then you get in this gear ramping up, and then we had this the strike. 
not complaining and just saying like I'm I'm ready to get to it. Uh, <laughs> the fucking, athlete mentality right there. <laughs> I am, man. Let me work, dude. Uh, but, uh yeah, so nothing for sure on those horizons. Just kind of been I do a little stunt stuff. A whole bunch of my buddies that I do actually, here's like the cross line for me. Stuntmen. So they're in the industry. I but thought I read. So I was going to ask you about the stunt, man. Like, uh, like, so you actually do. So I do stunts, but here's the thing I'm trying to tell people is like, I am crazy. Like people don't get like, not crazy, like very calculated, but I basically what I'm saying is like, if it's like, you don't think I'll do it, I'm going to do it. Like, that's kind of how I work. And so like with stunts, that's that perfect cross between these guys are athletes Yep. But then they're they're showing that artistic side. So I I really am am, am like gravitate towards that. But I also don't want to be using my body or my in that way. Like I injuries and all that stuff. Look, I had gone through that with my sports career, and even though I love that and I do and I'm good at it, <laughs> I'm like, well, I want to you know kind of uh, express the more artistic side first if I can. And then, yeah, I'll do stunts, but like, I don't want to solely do that. Hey man, Tom Cruise does all his own, right? Still, yeah. which is insane to me. Like, and I he, love it. he flies like helicopter. Like it's crazy. The dude, I mean, That's, it's bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. And dude, good for him, man. Like I would love uh, now too. very crucial topic. I was been seeing in these movies with the whole AI stuff, whatever you can make these guys. The guy would be a movie guy for years. You do need some kind of passing down, though. And I always love to think about that of like, look, dude, Tom Cruise, I always I would love for him to continue to be successful, whatever. But I'm sure one day, whatever, <laughs> whether it's a new person that needs to kind of come step in, it is nice to have that that hand off the tradition. It's kind of always how it's been and who that person would be, because, yeah, Tom Cruise has got it pretty good. Well, That's, I mean, uh, like that. He's an in- interesting dude because he has varied interests as well. Like talk what we were talking about earlier. It's like. I just think, man, like if you're happy about what you're doing, God, just keep doing all these different things. Cause I think it just, it also just makes you more interesting. So oh. I, that's the way I think about it. You know, it's like that Renaissance man kind of, it's like, I, I don't know. Like, I just like to be able to go into a room and I'm extraordinarily talkative. I can talk to anybody, but just like to be able to like randomly talk about anything at any point in time just seems yeah. Like a blast to me. Being able to connect on any topic and yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm totally the same, same way, man. Do you, did you play any other sports growing up or do you have like siblings that played sports or like what, so like, I, how did you get into soccer? I guess is. Okay. So I have an older sister her name's Cherish. Uh, basically my dad kind of got my dad's brother. Her daughter was playing soccer, um, and so I got this kind of got pushed on to my sister. So by the time I was born, my sister was 10 years old, and she was playing. And so I was just around a soccer field, and I viewed my sister like, oh, I want to do what she's doing. And my dad was kind of like looking into coaching at that time, so it all just kind of came together, and that's how I got into it, yeah. Did you ever want – I mean, I know you're just kind of like doing all these other things, but is coaching something that you would want to do? Uh, have you so I, just have, I just had my first opportunity. So I have always been a play guy. I like to play. I like to do. I like to beat people. And I'm very competitive. That's 
that's who I am in here. All right. I'm just being honest. And so when it came down to even watching, I could have been a better student of the game, to be honest. Um, but I was so focused on what I have to do. So there's a trade off there, right? Like, I think I could have added a little more spice of the student of the game. But at the same time, because I was so focused on what I could do, then you get other skill sets based on your own skills, right? Um, so to answer your question, though, I just had my first um, kind of go at coaching. We geared up for this TST tournament. It was a million dollars. Oh, you were part of that? Yes. Oh, so, so we were, we've done some stuff with Jay Demerit and he, he yes, was Jay Demerit. Oh my, talk about an interesting guy, dude. What did you guys I love Jay. He's so like, he's yeah, no, he's great. Yeah. He's so if people don't know Jay. Go look. Jay, Jay's incredible. Um, so yes. So Jay, I saw him there. I was actually training to play in that tournament. Uh, as far as retired guys, man, I I'm really still under the belief if, if I had a week's long contract now professional level i can still play i yep. still you fit your muscles do change stuff but i i i still got it right yep. but my body breaks down over time so that's my issue so look it was a few uh a lot of games short amount of time so i was like gearing up for that but i think about two weeks before that in just like a little pickup game on turf i ended up uh doing i got an injury yep. so the people on the team were like, look, you've been there since day one. You know all the guys. Would you like to coach? Because our coach couldn't travel with us. Um, Juninho and Marcelo Sarvis from oh, yeah. – you uh, were going yep. to help out with that. So I, I took the helm, and I, it turns out that I'm pretty opinionated <laughs> on what I see soccer-wise. Uh, and I got a lot of great feedback, man. Like uh, if you've done it and you've played – Look, I've had – I really respected Bruce Arena. Yeah. And when I say that, as far as respect, look, sometimes you have your own beefs with them. Like, if I was to talk to Bruce again, I would say, hey, man, I wish I played more, right? And every athlete's going to tell you that. But then when you look at, like, kind of what the team he had and more of possession-based, I'm kind of like a attack-to-you-die kind of guy um, and what fits and stuff. And these coaches, they want every athlete on the field – to be the best yep. that is the truth that makes their job easy right so one difficult dynamic i had over this uh course of this tournament was certain players that i did think good things upon just maybe didn't have the best games in that tournament and then you have that that new coach experience of like oh man this guy's really kind of upset and maybe thinks i don't think he's good but that's not the case no. you know but that yes yeah. so i did coach i did enjoy it um, yeah, there is more there, but maybe I'll be able to do that when my son comes. I don't know if I would do that professionally or not. Maybe if there's an opportunity, but I no, we, we've, um, it's fun. You know, the TST is part, it's owned by the same people to do the TBT, the basketball thing. And so it's crazy. I actually, my nephew was a GM for the, for a basketball team for like three years. He's supposed to do it this year again, but they didn't accept him. I have a former student that is a man, general manager for yeah. um, a team that's like out of the VCU because VCU has a good basketball program. And then we were introduced from my nephew to this other guy uh, because we sponsored their team this year, the basketball team. But he also did the TST. Um, yeah. He, he um, I don't know if it was the same, Eberline Drive. Was that the Eberline. same? Eberline, that was the basketball team. I don't know if it was the same um same for the, the TST. But, 
but it's I I those tournaments are like really interesting to me. Like I mean, for you as a you know, not I'm gonna say you're a traditionalist of soccer, but like is is it? I I love those things where they kind of like do a little twist to the game oh. where it's like to me it would have been like fascinating because what they removed a player every two minutes if it went into overtime or whatever and it would it would have been crazy for it to be one-on-one like that just like yeah. whoa you know yeah it, it was called target time and if people aren't aware a very interesting idea and and just to answer your question as far as the traditionalness or not i think soccer the way soccer has played the original game will always be there and i think it helps even grow it Mm -hmm. i guess the worry for the traditionalists are like oh could these other games become so popular it takes away from soccer and i guess i would worry about that too the slightest but i i'm hoping it just creates more soccer culture in general and it can kind of relate to the biggest guys because top of the line skill is always going to be seeked so i think that has no problem but um this game was okay. You play uh, a soccer match. I think it's seven v seven. Okay, you play a soccer match. If the ending score is, let's say, your score is four, mine is three. Yep. So you're up by one goal. Whoever has the highest score, so it goes into an overtime, and whoever has the highest score, it's one goal over that. So you had four, I had three. The target score is five. Yep. So now you're at four, I'm at three, whoever gets to five first win. So I can still score two goals without you scoring and win. Anyone can win. And and then on top of that, every five minutes, you lose a guy. So it's just like this hell of an, <laughs> like everyone just sweating bullet. It is crazy because you're already fatigued. So it's like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. It was an interesting take at the game. No, because sure. they do they, the way they do it in the basketball. I don't know if you if you follow the basketball. I mean, you live in LA. You have to love the Lakers, for God's sake. So I'm um, I'm a huge old school Magic Johnson. And since I'm from Ohio, LeBron James. So but okay. the, the basketball is the same kind of way where they they at the end of the fourth I don't even know if there's a quarter at the end, but they call it the Elam ending. And so there's a target score. And it's like you could literally be down by twenty points, and there's no there's no time limit. So like whoever gets to that target score first wins. And it's like that's it's kind of cool. Like it's it's just different. Like and I know what you mean about like I'm you know I love baseball, but I I get I I like that they're trying to do different things to speed up the game because it's like there's so many things that the new like kids don't want to like sit and watch a baseball game for three hours and like that's fine i get it and it's like soccer like they're trying to like make it so they score more you know whatever like they have to do these things to update the game without losing like the essence of it yeah and and too if you look at it uh, indoor soccer has been around for a while that's highly you know a lot of action packed i i really do think those out outdoor sevens um game that's that's like that has a real good chance of taking a a run because you'd have a lot of players that are highly interested in that there's a definite skill set to that um i i think that could be a thing for sure so i i always ask this like near the end of the of this is like what like you're still young, like you, like you have a lot of energy, which is awesome. Like, I always feel like I'm like a lunatic. You said that earlier about you being a lunatic. Like, I'm like, wow. I'm like, I'm just hyper as shit until I'm not until I pass out at night. But like, what, what do you want 
the next 10 years to look like? Because again, for me, it's like you have so many options, which I think, you know, again, I think is cool because I think you, a person like you, I think with all that energy can do all those things, but like, what are you looking at? Like, is, is the just be sports thing focus is acting focus or are they all focus? Like, <laughs> if you don't, so I'll play. So it's BJ six, uh, enterprises now. So that's, okay. Oh, okay. Got it. Um, with that business, I guess to refocus on your question was, I guess what I'd like is to be able to creatively continue to learn about all topics that we've listed, right? But to have a few key things pop up that are my consistency, right? Whether that be acting, I really too, I, I'm a dreamer, man. I think all artists and, and people are like, I do believe in myself. I believe that you have to dream. And so I would like it to be in the entertainment space. And if I could merge that with soccer, again, I told you, so there is this show I'm I'm pitching right now. I'm really, really, we all have biases, but one thing I always look at is in, if you ever want to prove a point, if you can elim- if you can try to eliminate your own bias and that's still like a very good idea, I just, this one is, it, it makes sense. It's, it's, I'm very excited about it. Um, basically, all I'm saying is if I could merge those two things of the entertainment and the soccer thing, I think that would be a perfect world scenario for me. Um, but if not, just kind of getting something in which I could really sink my teeth into my passion, whether it's just one thing. Um, I'll always have a side business for sure. I just know myself. And then if that can be lucrative enough to where I can start to focus on building a family up, I think that's uh, what I'm shooting for in the next uh, 10 years. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's what I'm going for. Now, dude, I like, it's like I said, when Patrick mentioned you and then I like did some dive and then we chatted and stuff, it's like, Oh, this dude's like awesome. Like, cause again, like I think just the way that, and it's even cooler now that I've like talked to you in this realm and gotten like a little deeper into the weeds because you do like have that passion for shit. Like what's not everybody does, man. Like, and I, I think like you can tell it's like whatever you're going to do, like get the hell out of the way because I'm, I'm going to do it, you know? And, and that's badass because not everybody has that drive. And so I think it's, it's just cool to see. And like, I, I use this word all the time on this podcast, but I think it's inspiring because I, again, like, and that's why it's, going back to like the earlier conversations, like I personally wouldn't be worried about having multiple interests because I don't think your other interests are going to deflect from what the hell you're going to want to do. Like, I just don't see it, you know? Yeah, no, I think if you, if you have that positive mindset, as far as pulling stuff into your life, you're completely right, man. It's like a magnet. The more you just operate in that space, you're going to pull stuff to you. So I, I totally appreciate that. And, yeah. uh, and agree. When I do I, I, this also, think just like going back to the coaching thing, I think this is what would make you a good coach because that energy and that, like, you know, like well, you talk about Jay, Jay has like that same kind of, uh, you know, like that energy. And like, I just think that your kind of drive and, and probably knowledge, I mean, it maybe it doesn't even have to be in sports. Maybe it's like, I don't know. Like, you know, you do have, I think you in your bio said something about like mentoring and different stuff like that, or being like a personal trainer. Have you ever been a personal trainer? I, I never have. Okay. I, 
we just started training with uh, my friend Brandon. He's a personal trainer. Just seeing how he does it too. Like, yeah, again, all of these things so interesting to me. But uh, you said something in my closing remarks, I guess, is people with that energy and that grind or whatever. I want to say something about that real quickly, though. Yeah. I think sometimes as as if you can look at that and appreciate it, some people do naturally just appreciate things. And I think other people, especially in the business world, sometimes too view it like, oh, and they feel a certain odd way about it. And sometimes those people, you don't know it, but they create these obstacles for you in life. One thing I would beg as far as like this managerial or like when I look at like corporate world or whatever is like, for me, without having those conversations with certain people, right? Um, I'm just a hard worker no matter what. And so I would wish, because like too, I think no matter who you are, some people that don't even know you can dislike you. Yep. right before you ever speak or whatever and so one thing i kind of get upset about is i had recently found out like that might be the case on somebody in my life and i thought to myself like and i only think good things of them which was weird um one thing i'm thinking is just like i wish people could view that as like just use me as a tool i do have that work in me and if you were to really get to know me i don't even want whether we had something bad happen in life or whatever it's so like no no I have no time to really focus on those negatives. I would like to turn it into a positive and just utilize me as a, a tool if you can then and let me do me because I, like you said, I'm kind of going to do it. I'm going to somehow. But yeah. I, this is another thing that I relate to with you. It's like I, I get the fact that people dislike me because I'm an optimist and I'm in the creative world. There's like pessimism and stuff. And it's like, I don't care. Like, I'm going to be optimistic and I'm going to be happy. Like, and if you don't like it, then fine. Like, I I mean, it's just like, I don't have time for negativity. It's like, it's yeah. not that everything's perfect, but like, that's not even the case at all. But it's like, like anytime anybody asks me how I'm doing, I say I'm awesome. It doesn't mean I'm always awesome, but it's also, it's just like, I want to put that good energy out there. Framing of mind. Yes, yep. yes, yes. Because I think it's important. We might view things very similarly because- <laughs> Honestly, the what I like to tell two people too is like, look, um, my family is very analytical too, right? And so I think sometimes on very some smart people can get into this habit of kind of like the over worrying as well, though. And and what I try to tell those people is I think sports has taught me because my family was athletic, but they didn't play maybe at a level I did. And what I learned from a, a striker's mentality is this: if you shoot at a, at a goal and you miss, when Messi misses a goal. How long do you think he thinks about that? Right? Okay, I missed the goal. Yep. The next play, I I'm thinking about the next play. So as far as optimism, like what you're saying, it's like, look, yeah, sometimes I don't feel always the best, but then I can for the next day. And if I approach that way, you're already on the the road there. You know, I try to remind. I think people. there's like great saying, like you either win or you learn. Yeah, and I think I. I, I was, you know, baseball was my main sport and you fail 70% of the time. And I think in creativity, it's probably pretty similar. Like, but I think unfortunately, like society expects us to like, we hundred percent. And it's like, that's not even like real. And it's like, yeah. like, but take, like, take those things you learn from those and failure is the wrong word, but it's just like the miss like that. They're like Jordan or Wayne Gretzky. I, I can never figure out who said this is like, you miss a thousand of the shots you don't take. Like you just yeah, use messy. Yeah. 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 And so, well, dude, I, well, first of all, what kind of music do you like? I always write new music. 
and style wise <laughs> kind of music i've shifted over the years i grew up on kind of like gangster rap uh <laughs> nice. I, okay i like that but then i feel like the older i get that hard pounding sometimes yep. like with with the bass yep. sometimes i just like need to chill out now um so it's shifted and i'm i'm really eclectic like all kinds of music okay. uh, wide range just like with career pad i guess i can't choose i like it all <laughs> yeah that's all right this business actually started my business partner and i actually met working in a record store in ohio so it, it has its roots in in music in a joking way so um but dude now like i like i said i i would love to have more conversations with you about creativity because um patrick and i text and stuff all the time and just shoot the shit and whatever but i i i do like feel like a a real bond and like a lot of similar, like obviously I'm older than you, but like a lot of similar ways of thinking and how you kind of operate in that. Um, and I just, we, we have lots of things brewing too, that I think would be fun to like collaborate on in the future. Like I said, we, we have 20 acres of land in Montana that we want to build an artist athlete residency with workshops and, and blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, down the road stuff. But I just think that there's a lot of stuff, um, that hopefully we can collaborate on and, and different yeah. stuff. So, um, I would cool. Well, brother, thank you, man. And like I said, all this will be out in a couple weeks. I'll be, I'll send you some, um, like promo stuff, some video snippets and some, uh, stills and, and, uh, <clears throat> and feel free to share it to the world. And, um, be it, like I said, hopefully we'll like continue conversations and shit. So. No, absolutely. And uh, just like, I feel like, Everybody in entertainment or whatever, with artists, when you come on these podcasts or whatever, like really, I think that is one of the things of humans you want to connect. So I do, I I appreciate you even saying these things. I think you gave me an awesome (laughs) interview. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Just shooting the shit like you said. And so I look forward to it. Cool. Well, brother, have a great day and we'll catch up soon. All right. Thank you. Later. Yeah. absolutely just love this dude just such incredible energy and passion uh he has that drive of an athlete and that you know that creative mind and spirit one of those things that i've uh you know i talk about on the podcast is you know meeting people uh that inspire and brian really does that uh, he has that curiosity and has that want to get better really uh left this conversation super energized and wanting to attack the day really excited to see where where all this all this goes for him and all these amazing things that he's going to be doing again thanks to patrick mclean for the introduction again follow brian on instagram at bj underscore six and stop by his website brianjordan.com that's b-r-y-a-n Remember to listen to the two other podcasts on the Abstract Athlete Network. Also stop by our website, theabstractathlete.com, beginagaintoys.com, and Amazon, and purchase a Percy King collaborative stacked paint and puzzle kit. Thank you for listening to the Abstract Athlete Podcast. We will see you next week. And as always, do not forget to exercise the body and do not forget to exercise the mind. Stay well out there.